1: Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hose? What's up? You okay? I meant hosts. Sorry.
3: into the Dome Patrol Podcast. What's up, Houdet Nation, and thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast. I am your host, Jason, today with Jeff being on a boat, and when we recorded our instant reaction yesterday, uh, we were happy with the win, and despite uh, Tampa winning to win the division, there was still a small tiny 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 sliver of of a chance which we didn't spend a lot of time on but obviously that lasted about one quarter of the vikings just shit in the bed against green bay so the saints are now officially eliminated no chance of the playoffs um but you know still nice to win three games in a row and obviously a lot of chatter about what's going to happen next year a lot of people are assuming dennis allen's going to come back even though a lot of people don't think he's worthy so it's just there's a lot of there's a lot of online debate right now in terms of that. But um, at the end of the day, look, this wasn't the season the Saints obviously wanted. Um, and there'll be a lot to discuss in the offseason, how they can get better. It's going to be tough, um, dependent on the Peyton draft compensation, um, whatever. However, that shakes out. Uh, it's going to be an actually interesting offseason season. Um, I'm not planning to do any yelling at anybody because it's just no point at this point, but a lot of people have, have been, uh, going back and forth over the last day or so, but anyway, we will, uh, get, kind of give our final thoughts of the game, um, look forward to the season finale at home against Carolina, and then we'll get into our last regular season game of pickums and maybe just kind of the NFL playoff scenarios that are kind of playing those one's out. So uh, with me today is James and Wesley, how are you guys doing today?
1: fantastic well, thank you
3: last great couple day of days of
1: football fo- today la- last yeah. couple of days of football has been fun saturday was great couple of great games sunday obviously L- the saints winning and then uh lsu and tulane like winning in very different fashions today than each other but um pretty pretty awesome um, um, game I'm just ended 30 minutes ago or so
3: yeah i'm incredibly happy for all the tulane fans like my dad is a giant giant Tulane fan season tickets for years, you know, been through a lot of the Tulane fans have stuck it out through a lot of, a lot of bad seasons, but so to have a game like this and to just to go on, I mean, just to to play in the game. And then as I'm kind of driving back, I didn't get to watch it. I was in Mississippi, but driving back and it's like, okay, well, at least Tulane made a game out of this, didn't get blown out. And then to come back at the end and, and win was, was just, just incredible way to cap off, you know, one of those magical seasons that fans are going to remember forever.
1: I mean, to recap, this is a team that went two and 10 last year. I mean, isn't going to have a top recruiting class like any of that. They have no reason to turn it around in a year and are 13 and two this season. I mean, it's incredible. And just beat USC, who has, I mean, the best college football quarterback since Joe Burrow. Um, and, I mean, and I mean, looked at as a generational talent. Um, And again, USC doesn't have a generational talent on defense necessarily, but Tulane being in this game, it being competitive, I mean, everybody except for very faithful, maybe drunk Tulane fans expected them to, this is where we see that Tulane was a fraud all year. They're about to just get blown out. And that didn't happen.
3: (laughs) Just massive against one of the, one of the legacy programs in USC, just, just massive. So Hats the the best, co-
1: the best college coach that money can buy, and the best <laughs> quarterback that money can buy, um, all the best recruits in California that money could buy, and Tulane, <laughs> fucking Tulane, right? I mean, I mean, I mean, and I, if if you're not from New Orleans and haven't driven down the street and looked at Tulane, like this, this shouldn't happen. Like uh, uh, lots of college football fans or people around Dallas Fort Worth like to talk about TCU and oh look how small the stadium is and look how small the the campus Tulane is a small is way smaller and has no business being competitive in these games. I mean this it's awesome.
3: Yeah, just j- just an incredible job. So at least uh, one New Orleans team had a lot of success and got to, fans got to enjoy themselves and weren't yelling at each other all season.
1: This this is a still a Saints podcast. Sorry everybody, that was okay. that was my last couple days. There have been a lot of college football. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I've got a Saints-related
0: thing in with the college stuff that's happened today. Is um, Does that end Drew Brees' coaching
1: career? Because clearly
0: <laughs> he made uh, no difference to Purdue at all.
1: I, I think to- he could have played the second half and it wouldn't have made a difference to Purdue today.
3: Yeah, they were uh, they were also in a rough spot. I mean, their, their coaching staff, most of their coaching staff left to go to Louisville. So, I, you know, uh, th- those are always kind of tough on teams when your coaches take new jobs at the end of the year yeah. and leave. and don't
0: stick I didn't school. realize that had happened until halfway through the third quarter and the new head coach was in the booth being interviewed. whilst <laughs> well, the game was
1: the, going on. The interim coach for the game is the brother of the coach who left. So his brother <laughs> stayed to be the interim coach. <laughs> it's just a funny scenario yeah i mean and not every team has a has a dennis allen that can uh bring the team together after transfers and injuries um i mean you know not every team's that blessed
3: <laughs> so yeah so so <laughs> so obviously moving on to the saints um i was i was out all day and on the road so i didn't pay i didn't get to see any of the press conferences today you know after the game i, I did see that um alan mentioned that he knows he has his just detractors out there like he he understands that so there's just that that is the one thing there's just there's so much debate going back and forth on there you have the whole fire dennis allen camp and the people like well yeah he's not great but he's not going anywhere and it's just a lot of arguing back and forth and I, i know i've kind of been off of him from the beginning of the season but then as the season kind of went along I kind of also understood as much as I probably want him to get rid of him, because I don't think he can lead this team to a title. He's done enough to not get fired. And I just I know the way the Saints operated and I've, I've kind of come to the understanding that he won't be fired. So I'm not wasting any more energy on it, I guess. But there's there's just a lot of energy going out there regarding Dennis Allen right now
0: there's there's a certain area of saints fandom and saints twitter that genuinely seem disappointed that the saints have won three games in a row Yep, because it means dennis allen isn't going anywhere dennis allen wasn't going anywhere. he wasn't going anywhere anyway yeah exactly but genuinely on twitter since the game finished yesterday there's been people who genuinely seem disappointed that the saints are on a three-game win streak and
3: that baffles me it's and look I I understand it because I'm one of the guys that I don't, you know, I don't think Dennis Allen's a good head coach. I think he's a great defensive coordinator. I don't think he's a good head coach and I don't see him being a long-term solution for the team and I want to get rid of him but I also grown up in me and like i understand that that i'm just gonna yell at nothing because he's still he's gonna be coaching next year unfortunately right. i don't want it but i know it, that's what's gonna happen I, but i will never pull you for the We'll get to, behind it i won't you pull for the get saints, behind it yeah i won't pull for the saints to lose games unless it's a chance to get caleb caleb williams in the 2024 draft that's it
1: the so so i've i mean and again i want to look at the season as a whole we've talked about that a lot i after four games i didn't want to fire dennis allen I started seeing things halfway through the season that made me question his leadership as a coach of leading this many men. Um, And then I'm not going to like get all excited if he wins three or four games to end the season either um, that, you know, well, next year we're going undefeated. Um, I think I, I, some, some things just looking back over history. I I do think that Sean Payton, I mean, he, he had a five game losing streak last year. Um, We blamed it a lot on injuries. Dennis Allen's had a lot of injuries. We saw yesterday that the defense can be elite and dominant against anyone um, when healthy Um, so there's some things that I get excited about Um, things that definitely I questioned and I a couple things that I questioned in the season I think Dennis Allen can learn from and be better at Um, so I look forward to next year of where he can improve I think that he's one I don't think he's gonna improve. he sucks at press conferences he doesn't know what not to say Sean Payton was the king of telling you when that's none of your business and also kind of being funny or Dennis Allen's terrible at that he I don't know if he can be coached in the offseason season and make that better, or I don't know if I actually care, but he sucks at that. Um, I don't think the team was prepared in the preseason for some of the fumbling things and forcing turnovers and practicing like necessarily some stuff of uh, forcing some interceptions or forcing fumbles. We've seen that. I think there's going to be a huge emphasis on that last year, this next year. I'll admit here's my big problem with Dennis Allen that I haven't been able to get over. I'm still not over. And it makes me question his decision-making as a human being associated with football. Fucking Andy Dalton shouldn't have been starting all these games. I, I agree at some point that Jameis was too hurt to be rolling out there. And I, I just will not ever agree. And I, we can hear some stories that come out in the off season about, well, Jameis did this to piss this person off. I don't care. We're trying to win football games and you're never gonna convince me that Andy Dalton is a better quarterback right now after five years of being a career backup than what Jameis Winston could possibly bring to Olave and Rashid Shaheed. And, and you know we had Jarvis for a little bit. You can't convince me of it. And again, I'm not saying I'm necessarily a better football quarterback uh, speaker than Dennis Allen, but I don't agree with it. I'll never believe it. Um, we may never see Jameis throw a pass again in the NFL and Andy Dalton may lead some crap team to the playoffs next year, I'm still not going to be convinced of it. It's it's a d- line in the sand that I've drawn, and it makes me lose all respect for everything that Dennis Allen's done, and that's wrong for me to do that off of one uneducated decision of his, un- uneducated on my part. But that's where I've drawn my line in the sand. I think it's uh, ignorant to roll Andy Dalton out there for a whole fucking season. Ignorant.
3: Allegedly. Allegedly. That's ignorant. Yeah, he, he... You know, it's you look at the numbers like, well, he didn't play poorly. I mean, yeah, he he didn't play poorly, but it's just they're, like what you know, what like what's what, what was the end game? Really? I mean, that's kind of the way I think my kind of,
1: whole thing is we proved with him. We have an offense that can score 16 points a game. And then we also proved we had an elite defense that can hold people to 16 points a game. Well, what happens when your offense and defense given t- given give up the same points? You, you, you go seven and nine or eight and nine. You lose a bunch of games that are super close, that are frustrating. You at least need the opportunity to maybe put more points. And this is why I've leaned into, I know Carr is not the greatest quarterback ever, but Carr takes us from 16 points a game offense to 19 and a half. And that's enough to win two or three more games. And that's worth 25 or $30 million a year. And that's the difference between the mid quarterback and the one that's just barely above it. And I get it. These salaries are stupid. But the difference between 19 points a game or 20 points a game for our offense is two or three wins right now.
3: So decision I'll, I'll we won the if we had that. Yeah, in in addition to a lot of the, a lot of the coaching mistakes and the unpreparedness, and yeah, looks some of that definitely goes on the players for the fumbles and whatnot. But like you said, we definitely the first five six weeks of the season, we just we were sloppy, we weren't prepared, we just didn't seem like a well coached team.
1: May, and, and sorry, Dave.
3: It, it it did get better as the season progressed so maybe there'll be some hope that that's better but at this point will we will have seen four years as a head coach from allen and he has yet to have a winning record so
1: this is my fault but we're getting probably into a season recap right now versus oh. i'm really fucking happy we're on a three-game winning streak <laughs> and our defense is fucking kicking people in the teeth and laughing about it and if our offense was a little bit uh consistent like man some crazy stuff going on but it was nice to see Alvin Kamara look like he's still alive um, this weekend because I wasn't sure what's going on with him. But uh, no, sorry. So be, being positive, we won three games in a row. I think we're going to win. I think we're going to win this next weekend. Four game winning streak. I'm really excited that I'm not. I'm going to be at the game and I'm not going to be looking at the scoreboards and wondering. Just going to enjoy the fucking game. Have a really good time. I hope that a lot of fans show up and actually make some noise in the dome to end the season with that same kind of thing. We're not stressed. Let's just go have a good fucking time.
3: That is kind of nice. Like I don't have to worry about anything really, really being on the line,
1: <laughs> right? Like it's it's a relief.
3: And it, it's, the only it's
0: thing, so the only thing that's on the line is our second round pick is going to be slightly worse if we slightly win. On yeah, like, Let's make it worse. It, it is, is that, what it is.
3: I mean, that's really the the one thing. As much as we obviously enjoyed the past fifteen eras and fifteen years of of our era, it's like there was so much so much riding on every game because you knew how, like you knew the saints had a chance to win the super bowl. You knew every game mattered and I'd get pissed off at losses and super excited. at wins. Now it's kind of like, eh, I'll go enjoy the game for what it is and we'll kind of see. So I'd still rather be in the playoffs and playing for something, but maybe it's, maybe, you know, we took a year off. We took two years off. Like Sean, now we're ready to recharge and come back next year, except we'll see what's that quarterback. It'll be an issue. But, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to, to, you know, if we end the season on a four-game winning streak, at least I'll feel better about going on the offseason with, with, with four straight wins under our belt.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this year that, like, people wanted to tank and stuff like that. Like, culture matters. And you start getting a losing culture, which we were scared of in the middle of the season. There's teams that don't recover from that for a decade. Like, because everybody quits. Nobody wants to sign here. Free agents don't want to come here unless they're overpaid. And all the veterans just want to leave if they can. So I, it doesn't matter what the final record is. I mean, it does, but winning four games in a row shows that this team is trying and putting out effort, and that's the kind of locker rooms that other players do want to be a part of. So I think there's still a way for this to be a destination. Especially we're going to be able to sell people on if Brady, like clearly once he announces he's leaving Tampa Bay, it's a pretty easy route to the playoffs. You would think,
3: even division, if you're going to finish shit. eight and nine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The new NFC South, baby.
1: Eight and nine will get you a home game in the NFC South <laughs> next season.
3: Yeah, well. <laughs> oh, yes, it will. So. Uh, yeah, it was. Again, yeah, again, I was not upset about the loss. Very. Uh, always excited to, to to win a game. So.
2: Going out Especially with a win against with, them. Yeah. And going out with a win against Carolina would definitely help, kind of like Wesley said, build momentum to next year and just keep that high, um, spirit level, high anticipation level, uh, and possibly draw some free agents and whether it's car, whether it's whoever the hell the quarterback is, I definitely believe we have seen a last of Winston and I'm assuming Dalton comes back as a backup again next year. I think,
3: I really think Dalton's going to come back and they're going to let him play for a starting gig next year. I oh, don't, that's scary. I don't like it. It is. It's incredibly scary. I mean, if
2: you if you bring in a high price for your agent, like that doesn't
3: make sense. Like, well, right. If then he would come in as a backup. But if you bring in a rookie,
2: then I could see. Yeah, right. Let's let's say
3: we we don't get Carr. Then what's what's out there for us, whether it be Brady, second or third round pick. I mean, if if Brady comes, he's only coming with Sean. He's not coming for Dennis.
1: Yeah, I don't see Brady coming here.
3: Right.
2: Yeah. I saw Miami or somewhere else that he was looking at. Uh, Maybe Vegas.
3: Yeah, so I yeah, only, yeah, Vegas is definitely a, yeah so it's it's yeah. it's either a guy like Carr or it's Dalton and a rookie. I mean, unfortunately, there's really not a this. It's hard to get out of it next year. Is Garoppolo an option?
1: Yeah, and I I don't see this. I don't see the Saints riding with unless we get some sort of good compensation for Sean, and then we see where we can try trade up into one of these top tier you know rookie quarterbacks. I don't see them sitting on their laurels. They're like, this just isn't. We all sit there and said the last year, or the national media said last year was the time for them to reset and chill and not do that, and they didn't listen.
3: Well, I mean, and, look, we 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 could have got Kenny Pickett with the second pick. I mean, I'd be definitely. I'd be thrilled to have him right now. I it
2: just do. it just seems like, and I, I think it also depend on who the OC is will help to, to determine what quarterback based on the system, but it almost seems like we're smart about every other position except quarterback right now. Like, I don't know that I trust Dennis Allen. If he's starting Jameis over, if he's starting Dalton over Jameis, like I don't necessarily trust him at this point to evaluate and pick a, a quarterback. Does that make sense?
3: I mean, uh, unless Jameis was really just that bad in practice,
2: I can't imagine he was,
3: I mean, I don't know, maybe my, my, my,
1: My conspiracy theory on all this is that remember if you like Jameis did that interview with Mike Triplett and said, I was told I wasn't gonna lose my starting job due to an injury and that it was my job when I got back. I'm pretty sure that hit Dennis Allen in the feelings because before that interview came out, like a couple of days, like we were hearing Jameis was trending back healthy, and there was a chance, like Dennis Allen for two days answered the questions. We're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens at quarterback. And then all of a sudden on a Wednesday, he's like, Andy Dalton's our quarterback and has never answered the question again, has never paused again. There's there's something to me, that I think that he got his feelings hurt about Jameis telling the truth, or there's also the thing, maybe Jameis lied. So somebody in that situation lied. It was either Dennis Allen lied to Jameis or Jameis lied oh, to Mike Triplett.
2: I don't think it was Jameis because Dennis Allen said publicly, that I don't, you don't think lose I, your I mean job. I agree but well one of then them lied. if that's if that's the case fuck your feelings you need to win football games like and that's what it. pisses it's me out off. the door let's go let's win
3: fucking games <clears throat> <clears throat> yay and he's definitely so, gonna be our coach again next year so Hooray. well there's also
1: like there's this little chippy thing he's doing with Marshawn Lattimore too where he even said yesterday after the game said well, I don't know. Y'all know how it is to try and get answers from Marshawn. He's really hard to communicate with. I'm like, maybe you shouldn't say that after he just won a game for you. Like, well, yeah, we didn't know when he was going to come back. You know how Marshawn is. Yeah, you guys have tried to communicate with uh, him or something geez. like that. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, that's not the time. I mean,
2: I like can his, his job might be saved, but I still say he's not a head coach. Yeah, well, like, I'll I, think still say- I
3: think that's kind of how we I mean, I think that's how we all feel. Right.
2: I'll just will
1: say and again, I I don't know if I know the difference between a great defensive coordinator and the head coach or if that can be learned and but he's a really fucking good defensive coordinator. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean there's something there's something to that, and I I know I don't want to lose that because i Wade Phillips.
2: Wade Phillips all over
3: again. Yeah. Camp cupcake. (laughs) So
0: So I mean the defense yesterday was. That was that was lights out. I mean, aside from the third quarter where they slackened off a little bit,
1: it was 170, for three of the fourth.
0: They were they were superb. Um, you know, on all three levels. I mean, I, I know we've 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 had our issues with the defensive line this year. But they do have a lot of sacks. Or we, As a team, we have a lot of sacks. I know some of them have come from the linebacker. The linebackers were really good yesterday. And Marshawn coming back into the secondary, you know, I think quite a few people have said that he is the best player on our team. Yep. And I don't think it's close at the moment. He makes such a difference when he's in the lineup.
1: Well, you could tell from his post-game interview after the game that before the game, he still wasn't sure he was ready to play. Like, he was... And I'm guessing that the injury he had, I mean, obviously you're feeling your internal organs explode on the field while your ribs are being crushed. I'm sure you you honestly feel like you're about to die. Like you, you I mean, I can't imagine like you're feeling like your liver actually or kidney actually explode inside you when somebody drops a knee on you. Uh, that's probably terrifying. You know, something's wrong. And he has basically admitted yesterday that he's been really nervous about contact. And he admitted yesterday that this has all been about for the last few weeks of him being mentally like prepared to go out there and run into other people. And he he, like I wanted to play in Cleveland, but I just couldn't do it. You could tell there was some fear there. And he said in the first half he wasn't feeling himself. He wasn't being as aggressive. He was just trying to get a feel for the game a little bit. And he was like, I think I played terrible in the first half, basically. I'm like, okay, you gave up two catches for 15 yards and zero yards after the catch. You're doing okay. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah, so so this gives him some confidence for the last game. I mean, I don't think we can question his toughness. He broke his hand, had a surgery and missed a game the previous season, like signed a contract with his broken hand and came immediately back to play. I don't think it's his toughness. I think he honestly was terrified of my body's broken um, with this one. It's a different kind of injury. So that's completely understandable.
3: Especially uh, I mean, when it our... happened. He's seen our medical staff, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> getting getting scans all over the country to make sure that their scan is correct. Right, right. <laughs> can you scan their scan.
3: <laughs> He's like, "I'm not trusting that, Doctor Nick. you <laughs> can get the fuck out of here." No, with that. no.
0: So, so on the defense, we talked on the instant reaction yesterday about um, the fact that Carl Granderson has kind of stepped up and is now a starting defensive lineman. Um, I looked at the snap count yesterday. He played more snaps yesterday than Davenport and Turner combined. (sighs) So Granderson was in on 40 plays. Davenport and Peyton Turner were in on 25 between them. Davenport only had 15 plays yesterday. Peyton Turner had 10. Carl Granderson ended with 40.
1: Well, and, And Granderson is under contract next year, by the way. Okay. I'm sure he's going to be extended because he has a like four million dollar cap hit, so he's going to be extended to bring that down a little bit, but also probably he'll pay him a lot more money.
2: Yeah, pay him, get rid of Davenport. Let's
1: go. And he'll just—he's just 26 right now, so he's still still young with what he's going through. And I still think there's a chance Davenport's back. back. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think we're going to let him see if he's got options. But having said that, Davenport probably sees that. We're not putting him out there, and he's not. So, I mean, honestly, a fresh start for him where anybody that want to give him 35% of their snap counts probably makes sense for him. Um, I just, I don't know. Like, that's that's it's a terrible It's fucking frustrating.
3: Thing. Fucking frustrating to waste two fucking first rounds. We didn't even, even have Jack to Jack trade ass. back.
1: We could have stayed at our regular pick and taken Lamar Jackson.
0: I was still convinced that's what we were doing when we traded up that
1: night convinced that's what we were doing there's this alternate universe where marcus davenport we don't trade up marcus davenport doesn't exist in the saints but neither does nick underhill because that was really like his first like stamp in the ground of of who the hell is this guy i mean he had been around but that was a real lightning moment for him so who knows maybe they both are just Yeah. So. And um,
0: Daniel Sorensen played hundred percent of the uh, of the plays yesterday. So, hat tip
2: to Six him. Six tackles,
1: pass defense.
2: I couldn't get in the picture with the DBs. Well, yeah, there
1: there could have been maybe, a ghost
2: there. Maybe he was in the picture. You just couldn't see him. It was translucent.
1: <clears throat>
2: yeah, that
0: picture was making a statement. That's all I'm going to
2: say. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it was cool
1: to see. It was it was cool to see Alante Taylor in there, though. Just knowing that he wasn't didn't have his feelings hurt about not playing or anything like that. Cause you just never know with young guys how that's going to go. And he has been playing good. So um I, I was, that was the first thing I saw. I was like, okay, Taylor's there. And I mean, he's got a mask on, so I don't know if he's smiling, but at least he's in there and making some sort of finger gestures that looks like he's having fun.
3: It was good to see. I, I saw there was a report that they were, you know, playing music and stuff in the locker room again, kind of like the old days. So that, that's They're good playing from that. a Philly artist. They
1: played
0: they, 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 Meek Mill. They played Meek Mill.
3: Yeah. You, you know the
0: song, the ones that the song that the Eagles ran out to in the Super Bowl when they beat the Patriots. That song.
3: Yeah, see, I, I, I like to see some of that pettiness back, back in the team. That that makes me happy, big time. So, so moving on from last week's game, we have our season finale, and because the game doesn't matter, it stays at Sunday at noon, which I am happy for. Give me all the noon game. <laughs> So many noon games this year. Oh, so many. Except for that weird-ass 2 o'clock London game. I don't know what fuck that was. Um,
0: <laughs> there was. There was nothing wrong with the 2 o'clock London
3: game. Uh, yeah, Except was, for was, losing. Oh.
0: It's, well,
3: yeah. Um, so they host Carolina here. Carolina came off that, that, that brutal loss yesterday. They let Brady go wild in the second half. Mike Evans, three touchdowns. But Carolina has been playing better. They've been running the ball really well. Sam Darnold looks like a competent NFL quarterback now, and they seem to be playing for their interim Wilkes. Whether he gets the job next year, I mean, who knows? I don't really know what Tepper's going to do, but Carolina is still playing hard, so it's not going to. It's going to be a tough game, I think. But um, Why are they like, going to play hard this week, though? I mean, you would think they're going to play for Wilkes, right?
0: Well, a loss will improve
1: their potentially improve their draft position.
0: Yeah,
3: well, not,
1: Wilkes is trying to keep a job. He is going to keep this team focused yeah. on winning. And it's hard to tell players. It's
3: yeah, hard to tell players, even though they know. He, he's the, play, the, have the players to don't home.
1: care about what they're drafting.
3: Right, right. The, the players want to get yeah. as much good tape on, you know, good plays on film as possible if they, you know, they get another get job or something. So I do think it's going to be a tough game. I really do. Um, especially when all...
1: I mean, Sam Darnold may be looking good against the Bucks, but is, I mean, if Sam Darnold's going to. I mean, he's he's not that much better than Gardner Minshew if he's better than Gardner Minshew. We have another game like that. I mean, this defense can it, it is not making quarterbacks look good. Since the Raiders game, we've been the number two defense in the NFL against the pass.
3: That is a good sign. That, that is a good sign. yeah. Just hope yeah. for no major injuries i guess yeah. you know well so so what, what is that what is the offensive line going to look like this week
1: yeah we got to see i think ram- i would assume ram going to be back because his hip injury he went out and like it took two full quarters for them to say he wasn't coming back So i would assume yeah, he was on the
2: bike on the sideline for a while i mean so. yeah
0: Pete might Pete might be back, right? He's not been put on IR, is he?
1: Pete's not on he's, IR. He's he's been practicing or been showing up, sort of, to do stuff at practice. So it'd be yeah. well, nice to see him back.
3: Not, not getting put on IR doesn't mean anything for the Saints. He's still getting his four
1: <laughs> no, weeks. No, we can miss all of next season not being on yeah, IR. You right, never know. Right. Yeah, true. <laughs> that's true.
0: Do you think? I mean, I'd seem... like to see a bit more of Trevor Penny next
3: next week. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to ask. Do they do they risk? They don't start him, right?
1: Mm-mm. I don't. I I, I think that the confidence and experience that he right now get those mental reps get some mental experience of being on the field let's go into the next training camp preseason working his ass off left and, tackle. yeah let, I, the last thing we want to do is like, hurt any confidence for his future as a NFL player I want to give him every uh, chance to succeed by just in case Carolina is somebody that beats him with a spin move or something
3: so the, yeah, so, I, I, and then we'll we'll see what the crowd looks like with the season being over. I would hope there's a little more excitement since we've won a few games in the row, despite not making the playoffs. But and, uh, and,
2: and being the final home game, you know, I think I think there'll be some, I think there'll be some excitement there.
3: I don't know. I remember the final home game <coughs> from 2016 wasn't great. My whole row was empty. So. Wow, and that was Did just seven and nine. A Oh, yeah. Oh, look, I, I enjoyed myself. I, 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 it was very relaxing for me.
0: You do realize if we win, we are the equivalent of seven and nine.
3: Because we'll be eight and nine. For the new seven and nine. Very hazlity of the season. <laughs> e- except we win the last four and not lose the last four to finish with. with
0: See, the this good three. thing is at the moment, you know, when we suck, we only suck to lose nine games. That's not that's not terrible, is it? You know? I mean, I think unless some of
1: it's the way you get there, not just yeah. where you're at. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. No, definitely,
3: definitely. It could definitely be frustrating. I was, I was having
0: a, I was having a conversation with somebody in the UK group today, and they were they were saying about, you know, this isn't like the this isn't like the Payton seven and nine years. And I said, well, no, it it's the complete opposite. We've got the elite defense and crap offense, whereas then we had it the other way around.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. It really is. It's wild.
1: It's funny. You go into those and you when you have those, those two situations, I think that I felt more positive with the breeze stuff. Cause like at any day, I'm like any day we could put up 50 and it doesn't matter how bad our defense is. We can score 50. I don't know. if I mean, this today's NFL just saying, like, Oh, our defense might shut them out. That's, that's tough to really have a lot of faith in or, Oh, I mean, I know our defense now is for whatever, seven or eight weeks in a row is holding people to 15 points a game saying that that's going to happen in today's NFL. Like, you, you, it's hard to say with a lot of confidence because it's uh, that's just not the way that it's, the game's designed, so no. <laughs> it's it's much more stressful, I think. This way, yeah. So, uh, I think we'd all rather what, breeze throwing for 5,000 5, yards 50. while we go seven and nine was, yeah, yeah at least breathe through 5,000 yards. A
0: 50 45 game is more fun to watch than a 16 15 game.
3: That said, at least it, it was it, fun and frustrating. There the was rough. Frustrating
1: is if you take this elite defense, if we were just even remotely average with turnovers, we would have won another game, but we're, I mean, we're, we're not even, we're the second worst in the NFL for turnovers. I mean, it's, if we were just even close to average, (laughs) if we could just get all the way up to bottom third of the league, that'd be great.
3: Yeah. Maybe it'll all come together next year. Who knows? That's, uh, we're, we're, we're due for for health and turnovers
1: man we it would be it'd be good
3: um all right so score predictions the saints are currently favored by three and a half saints 24 panthers
1: 13 you say 24 13 yep why you keep taking my 13 man
3: I already i've like Sorry. claimed
1: that that's like that's you, you 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 could have gone before me but
0: you didn't
3: I am going to so go Saints. Soon you lose Saints 27 to 16.
1: I was hoping you were going to say 13 then I really was I'm going I'm
2: okay well I'm doing 26 13. I'm gonna do 28 10 Saints so it's the first
1: time for a while we've all gone for a Saints win as well
2: yeah. that I which means we'll, we'll probably lose well that,
3: that that's yeah. what a three-game winning streak that's, will do for you
1: don't don't worry jeff thinks we're gonna lose <laughs> do we ever win games that jeff goes to
2: <laughs> we do
3: um, but
1: it, i'm gonna think, i'm gonna i'm gonna need to pull the tape on that i, I think if he, I think he, there's, there's three or more won a game i think there's
2: there's three or more don't patrol people
3: there we typically lose isn't that the know. how it goes jason I think that's yeah. If there's three or more, we if there's three or more dome Patrollers in person, we lose.
1: But not all three nope. of us are bringing our wives, so I think it's okay.
0: Me, Ben, and Wesley were at Wembley in 2017, and, and we won. won. Yeah, but so that's not one out, was yet. that I don't don't before you Ben and Ben yeah, weren't official yet. Was that before? I think ben, it was. It, it was before the dome he it, Yeah, <laughs>
1: uh, it was.
3: Yeah. So. Well, well, that's good. P- positive, positive vibes, positive momentum. Let's finish the season out strong and and just kind of see what happens in the offseason. But with that out of the way, we will move into Pick'ems. It's time to play the game. Put your money on the table! Fortunately, because Jeff is on a boat, we do not have an updated um Pick'em's standings Landings. right now. He, he didn't even
0: try, did he? He didn't even try. No, he
3: didn't. <laughs> he didn't. So, I'm not sure how it's all going to look up, but I am seeing that I picked, I picked Carolina. Oh, my, I think I won with Pittsburgh. Yeah, I went with Pittsburgh. I <laughs> went with Detroit. I've
0: you know, forgotten who I picked. And I won I with remember. Arizona. I, th- I've I think got I went there three there and somewhere. and
3: I lost Minnesota. That was just dumb. Fucking fuck Minnesota, man. What a what a the biggest fraud team I, maybe I've ever seen.
0: I I did enjoy Jair Alexander doing the gritty over Justin Jefferson in the
1: first quarter. I don't know if you saw that. I, I know this is early. We haven't started pickems, but I think that this week might have the the shittiest shittiest ever game of the week.
3: It's it's pretty bad.
1: It's, it's it might be the worst ever.
3: It's, it, I, it's de- I think I know who
1: it is, but I'm not. Say. No, no, it's it's super obvious who it is. It's <laughs> yeah, be. no, 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 yeah. I have. It's an AFC game,
0: isn't
1: it?
3: Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> um, so we will start with singing So we have three games on Saturday, and for some reason, one of them is still up in the air in terms of time. Um, the Baltimore Ravens, coming off a loss this week, uh, last night to Pittsburgh. They travel to Cincinnati to play a Bengals team who is playing the Bills tonight in a massive, massive game. So I guess depending on, I guess if the Bills lose, then the Bengals can still do some. I don't know why they Matt, The
0: Bengals can still get the one seed because they've got the tiebreaker over the Chiefs, but they need they need to win out and they need the Chiefs to I'm, lose. Next I'm week.
1: almost positive that game is going to be on Sunday. They just don't know if it's going to be a 3 o'clock game or if it's going to be. They're, they're probably going to make it the Sunday night football game.
3: Oh, okay. Um, no, that's Packers no. Lions.
0: That's already been announced.
3: Yeah. Yep. Packers Lions Sunday night. Okay. So I guess that's not on Saturday then. It just it's still yeah, in the group. it'll of, be it'll be Sunday. Saturday. Okay. Okay. So never. So so all right. So that game will be Sunday. But anyway, uh, Bengals are at home, favored by seven. So I guess depending on what the Bengals do, could the Ravens still win the division if the Bengals lose tonight no. and the no. Ravens Bengals beat them oof. next week? Bengals have clinched, haven't they? Bengals have clinched the North. I think if
2: they, they clinch win tonight,
3: the North, they clinch. Okay. Um, but Bengals favored by seven. Still don't know if Lamar's playing. He hadn't played. He hadn't practiced in however many days, so who knows with that. But Bengals by seven.
2: Uh, I've been going back and forth on this one. Um,
3: I'm rolling with Joey B. Give me the Bengals as well. Well,
0: if Lamar was playing, I think I'd probably take the Ravens, but no, I'm going to take the Bengals.
1: I'll, that's too much points. I'll take the Ravens. The, the last few weeks, the Ravens have given up nine points, 14 points, 13 points, nine points, and 16 points. They're not. or any of those seven, games against Joey B? Seven, seven points is a lot. Got a point there. Are any of those games against Joey B? I'm I'm stating what I wanted to state like if you want to look at the schedule you can do that. Nah, I'm good. Just didn't
2: know if you had the teams in front of
1: you at yeah, what point because, they gave up. Yeah, I mean the Bengals have lost games this year, dum dum. I am aware. <laughs> dumb, dumb.
2: <laughs> but they'll also be in the, in the probably in the AFC Championship game. So
1: No, I think they're going to I think they're going to be there. I think they'll make the Super Bowl. Nice.
3: All right. All right. So moving on uh, So Saturday. So so
0: just so just to get the, the first game between the two teams finished 19-17 to the Ravens. Okay. Wait, was Joey B playing in that game?
1: James, can you you confirm did Joey play in that game or did he watch? Did Joey B
2: play in that game? But I don't know if Chase did. 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 Did Did Chase play in that game?
1: It, yeah, they their third best receiver. They were play just in that game. they
3: were just T Higgins. What about T Higgins?
2: Did
1: their third T-Higgins best receiver play, in that game?
3: play? Oh, there's, a, there's the key. There's the key right there. That's it. No, Higgins. I feel so confident in my Cincinnati pick. I really do. <laughs> yeah, so do I. So do I. Sorry, so, Jason. I, all on. right. So Saturday night, a battle for the, the shitty ass AFC South. Ugh. The Tennessee Titans, who look like they, they, they could be on oh, cruise shit. control to win this division. They have lost what is it five in a row now? Um, man, they were I, I, they. I don't know what happened. They fired. They've the lost GM, six in a row. Losing, six in a row.
1: Yeah, they beat Crazy. the Packers and then they've lost six in a row.
3: Absurd. Absolutely absurd. Tennessee's just falling off a cliff. Uh, they traveled to Jacksonville to play a Jacksonville Jaguars team that is that is really trending up. They won thirty-one three last week. Now it was Houston, but still won thirty-one to three. At the end with a hundred-yard game. Um, Lawrence playing really well. So Jaguars got some momentum now and they're the young up and coming team. And they're going to be hosting the game for the division against Tennessee. And they are favored by six and a half.
1: Give me the Jaguars. They're on a four game winning streak, which started with them beating the Titans 36-22, And that was in that was in Tennessee. Hmm.
0: Titans are starting Josh Dobbs again. So give me the Jags, please. Yeah,
2: gimme give gimme give the Jags.
3: A Jacksonville four way. A swingers party. I hear they do that down in Florida.
2: Apparently in Atlanta, too.
3: Mm. All right. So this next game, um I'm taking Allegedly. because of I'm taking because of the records. I would assume at least one, if not both teams, are gonna be playing all their starters and, and going full bore. Uh the New York Giants, playoff bound. After a big 38 to 10 win against the Colts last week, they traveled to Philly to play an Eagles team that is coming off back to back losses, um, losing to the Saints this week, Cowboys last week. I guess Hertz is probably going to play. I mean, I think I think a win or a Minnesota loss clinch. Well, I guess the 49ers are still out there, so they still have the one seed to play for as of right now. The Other teams Philly win
0: their one seed.
3: Yeah, and and they get back into it, but a, a win and they clinch. So you got to think. They're gonna be going all out to win this game. And the yeah, Giants
2: uh, to get some momentum going into the playoffs. Yeah.
3: So it's in Philly. Eagles are favored by 14. Now, uh, now the the Eagles beat the shit out of the Giants the last time they played them.
2: 14 points. That's yeah. a lot. I'm gonna have to take the Giants. I didn't think it'd be that many points. I think Philly wins, obviously, but I don't know about 14.
0: I don't know whether the Giants cuz the Giants have clinched I don't know whether they're going to play there. Uh, that's true. That's the big question. So, so this is, is the true. other little Hold thing. On. So
1: last year the Giants needed Philly to beat Dallas in order for the Giants to make the playoffs. And Philly rested they were winning the game and then rested everybody like the second half of the game and the Giants went to social media to just blow them up about how that, that just they didn't they they stopped trying. And so there's a there's little conversation about whether or not the Giants are going to do everything they can to go all out to put Philly in a position to not win the division or not win the NFC and the division. So the now, again, the Giants may be smart and go, you know what, we don't need to win. We've got our same you know spot no matter what. Saquon Barkley doesn't need to get hurt. That's our entire chance. But there's also a little pettiness to where the Giants are like, all we care about, this is our Super Bowl. We're are not the, winning the Super Bowl. Let's beat the Eagles today.
2: Are the Giants locked into their seed either way? Locked
1: into their seed. They're the, they're the sixth seed no matter what. The seventh seed is the one that's up for grabs. That tie throws them into the – It's the, actually, their tiebreaker. <laughs> I, I, 14 points. I think I'm
0: going to take the Giants. That's a lot of points.
3: Think I am going to take the points as well. I don't feel good about it, but guys, just a lot of points.
1: Yeah, no, I'm taking taking the Giants. Okay, sorry, too many points. That's, that's that's just a terrible <laughs> amount of points.
3: All right, all right. Our next game, Sunday night game, Detroit Lions, coming off a a, a big win uh this week. I mean, it was against the Bears, but still, forty one to ten. they travel to Green Bay to play a Packers team that is now starting to roll. Uh, it's Fuck Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to see this douchebag in the fucking playoffs. But here we are. Um, they are undefeated in December, and they're at home and they're favored by four and a half. I'm gonna take the Lions just because I dislike Green Bay. Come on, Lions, do it for me.
1: It, Green Bay's gonna win this game.
3: Yeah. But by at, how much? Yeah. More at home. Sunday yeah, night Green football. Bay, yeah,
1: I'll take Green Bay as well. This sets up this wonderful thing that's going to happen as long as Dallas doesn't win the division. The Dallas is either going to host Aaron Rodgers, or actually no matter what, they're either going to host Aaron Rodgers, who is undefeated in against Dallas on the road, or they're going to have to go to Tampa to play Tom Brady, who has never lost to the Cowboys at, at home. So like, it's it's going to be awesome. And when they lose their first-round playoff game, we're going to get lots of Sean Payton to Dallas talk.
3: A lot of it. A lot of it. So, all right, and now for our shitty game of the week. Here we go! I
2: got a piece of shit car and shit
0: never gets me very fine.
3: My car <laughs> And possibly the season. Uh, I mean, this or, is...
1: Or, the, or ever. ever. This is the shittiest game of the year, for sure.
3: Definitely the shittiest game of the year. I love the fact that it's week 17. It's just the end of the year. Guys are like, just get me the fuck out of here. Let me go on vacation. The Houston Texans... Two uh, thirteen and one finished with a tie this year how about Houston
1: so did their opponent
3: complete complete rebuild I believe did they they clinched the number one pick yep okay so they will be picking
2: Alabama quarterback
3: yep yep although he actually was just Wilson...
2: announced he is entering the draft
3: okay well actually the Bears are three and 13 so if the Bears lose and the Texans win. And I think the Bears would jump them for the one pick.
2: They have Justin Fields. They're not taking a quarterback. Well,
3: you wouldn't think, but hey, if they do, I mean,
2: Justin Fields to the Saints.
3: That'd be one way to get your guy. Um, so anyway, so yeah, Houston lost last week to Jacksonville, thirty-one to three. They travel to Indianapolis to play a Colts team that got blown out by the Jet Gi- by the Giants, thirty-eight to ten. I mean, look. Amazing. A lot of people pegged, and me included, I think I picked the Colts to win a division this year. I just figured they had a good roster. Tulsa and Matt Ryan, who probably had one good year left, and, well, that didn't happen. I also didn't foresee them hiring Jeff Saturday off the street to be their coach after firing their coach. So just what a, what a shit game. I can't, anybody who watches this game is just a complete fucking degenerate. Uh, this game's indie. Colts are favored by two and a half.
1: How? Oh, no, I'm taking Houston.
3: Yeah,
0: me too. The Colts I am, are a complete dumpster fire.
2: I'm taking the Houston Colts. just a dumpster. I'm taking, the, I'm, I'm taking the Colts. It's just Sh-
1: the funniest thing that the Colts played one of the best halves of football this entire season. But then everything of every other game and half around that has been the worst. It's the weirdest thing that they somehow, for one half, put it together against Minnesota. I mean, or um, and still
2: lost, but it's just crazy... <laughs> What they've done. It's, it's going to be Jeff Saturday swan song.
3: I will. I will take the points with Houston. What a gross game! Yeah, what terrible. a gross game. I feel. I feel I, feel think Houston, I
0: think Houston are the better of the two teams. If I'm honest with you, I think, think so.
3: Yeah.
1: Houston. I mean, won two weeks ago. I mean, they just got destroyed by the Jags, thirty-one to three. But they actually won the week before.
3: whew yeah thank god we're not the saints at least aren't one of these teams so uh, i have to go
0: some to get a shittier game than that ever yeah
3: yeah so that's your pick them so the games this week ravens at bengals bengals favored by seven titans at jags jags favored by six and a half lions at packers packers favored by four and a half giants at eagles eagles favored by a whopping 14 points And our shitty game the texans at the colts colts favored by two and a half so get a minute jeff he probably won't get it ready, but he will be back from the boat. So
1: maybe. yeah, we should know by training camp how many points Jeff won by. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So so that's your them So now we will move on to any final thoughts.
2: Um, LSU finished football season today with a huge win over the uh, Drew Brees Boilermakers. Uh six. We, talk, we talked
1: about it for the first 10 minutes of the okay. well,
2: I, I I'm just stating that. I'm also stating that uh just because football season is over, basketball season's kicking in, women's basketball, gymnastics, under 50 days till baseball season starts. Mm. LSU baseball season, under 50 days. So uh still mm. a lot to to look forward to as far as LSU uh sports goes. Go tigers. Oh, and hey, roll wave.
3: If only you were here for the beginning of the podcast, Scott.
2: Hey, sorry, got to do things you sometimes, you know.
3: We actually had a little conversation about those two teams.
2: So. Well, I'll, I'll listen to it on the replay. All right. Uh, we, we, we were the college
0: football podcast before you yes. uh, before you joined us, Scott. So, uh, okay. um, yeah, I, look, you know, it's a shame that the season has ended officially and we're out of playoff contention. I think whilst it would have been nice to have a playoff game, I don't think any of us had any kind of aspirations that it was going to go further than a a one-and-done, but it's a shame. It's going to be a very, very interesting off-season this year. Um, I'd like to think that fairly quickly we'll see movement on coaching, offensive coaching particularly, um, and hopefully there'll be some swift movement on the Sean Payton. trade so we know whether we're going to have a first round pick this year as to whether we're actually going to have our my favorite show that we do every year in the offseason the, the the live stream of the draft but you know yeah bring on the off season. i think it's going to be the most fascinating off season the saints have had for some time
3: all right wesley
1: uh yeah i've uh told everyone for years that mark ingram is the most overrated player in the history of new orleans saints football um, he proved it by uh, running out of bounds with one foot to gain that uh, would have put us in the playoffs. All this conversation would be very different um, if all he had done is uh, fell forward um, with his obviously devastating injury that he was able to jog to the sideline for. Um, so, fuck marking room. Um, but I'm going to have fun this weekend. the uh, game, like we talked about, is no pressure. Let's have a good time.
3: Yeah, and... Uh... know go pals that's my final thought the game tonight just go bells at this point yes big big game tonight yeah big game tonight let's 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 get the the sweep of the 76ers the two games we played so that'll be very nice move on to watch a winner now
1: let's get together in new orleans on saturday night to watch them play the mavericks
3: oh yeah what am i doing saturday night
0: is that in dallas then i'm assuming yeah yeah i was
1: i was gonna go to the game yeah it's um, in dallas I, I can meet up for like the second half. We'll we'll text and see what's going on.
3: Okay. That'll work. And with that, we will wanna thank our loyal listeners for downloading and telling your friends about the Don't Patrol Podcast. You can like us, subscribe, find us on Facebook, Twitter at Don't Patrol Pcast at Don't Patrol UK, or there's the always the old fashioned way of Don't Patrol
1: Podcast.com.
3: Say bye bye, donkeys.
1: Bye bye, Drew Brees Coaching Donkeys
3: roll donkeys
2: good night that Nation